0: A very blessed weekend. Welcome to Moments of Assurance. Worldwide KFUO, the theme for today. It's time to shake your salt. You're going to discover why. From Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. I am Pastor Mark Hawkinson. You can send me a tweet at RevHawk or send me an email at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste... A Sunday school teacher once taught a fine lesson on heaven, and some of the pupils uh, disturbed the class a bit that day because when the teacher asked, who wants to go to heaven? Everybody raised their hands enthusiastically, except for one boy. When the teacher asked, why don't you want to go to heaven? His response, I really do. But not with this crowd. Oh, my goodness. A person can appreciate his remark, Because on this side of heaven, this crowd is not perfect in living. Since this crowd is under the construction of God's grace, living in repentance and reflecting their faith in Jesus Christ in deeds of love to others. Deeds of love, not to appease an all-holy God. That's already taken place through Jesus Christ. But deeds of love resulting from the big deed. Indeed, there was a big deed that occurred over 2,000 years ago when Jesus suffered and died on Calvary's cross and rose again. That was the big deed of his winning you back to himself. Jesus once said, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how will it be made salty again? That's a fascinating example On the part of Christ, obviously, salt that loses its saltiness cannot get it back again. So a Christian who loses his faith completely, rejecting the gospel, and ultimately committing the sin against the Holy Spirit cannot get faith back again. The words of Jesus come down to centuries of time to this very day. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do men light a lamp and place it under the basket, but on the lamp stand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Well, who in the world would actually light a lamp and then immediately place it under something so it can't give out the light it's made to give? That would be ludicrous. Precisely why Jesus comes right out with the most bold statement, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So losing your faith isn't going to accomplish what Jesus desires, nor is hiding your light, concealing it from the onlookers of this world who are truly looking for something in this world that isn't concealed, something they can grasp, something they can cast their gaze at, that will result in their getting at least just enough hope and just enough help to get through the next moment. Even just the next moment. A well-known theologian once explained that to be a Christian is to share in something that has happened, that is happening, and that will happen. Well, the cross has happened. So has the empty tomb. And what is happening now And in the future is the promise that the Lord will not abandon you. He will not leave you in the lurch. Indeed, he is in the lurch with you to carry you through. That's great, but others need to know it as well. They're searching. You can help them. One author has written, What the soul is to the body, Christians are to the world. The soul dwells in the body, but is not of the body. So Christians dwell in the world, but are not of the world. Isn't it something that the immortal dwells in the perishable tabernacle of the body? That's really something. In a similar way, Christians dwell in a perishable world. Just as the soul is the guardian of the body, so Christians are the guardians of this world. That's the way God set it up. Without the soul, the body becomes a rotting corpse. Without Christians, the world is a mass of corruption, of sin reigning. But Christians check the corruption by being planted in the world. What they have inside of them, namely, the spirit of Jesus Christ himself, comes out in what they say, in what they do, in such a way that others wonder where the wander went. Christians aren't wandering, but they are. People in the world are wandering. They're wandering and they're wondering where to go to get purpose, where to go to get meaning in their lives. You can help them. The song from the 1960s, I can't get no satisfaction. Hey, that's so true. You can't, not from this world. There's no lasting help, there's no ongoing hope that can be discovered on this side of eternity. So people indeed are wondering. And they try many avenues to get satisfaction. But it's all in vain. It's totally all in vain, because all this world has to offer is sinful routes to satisfaction. Drugs, sex, alcohol, well, of course, they can be used in a God-pleasing manner. Drugs to help fight infection and illness, sex within the context of marriage, and alcohol in moderation. But the sinful side of those items, the abuse of them, does not lead to purpose and meaning in life. not at all. Taking the drug route can lead to overdosing and death. Getting involved in illicit sex can destroy marriages and families and is a serious sin against God. And using alcohol to the point of intoxication can lead to despair and even death as well. One author has written, If you stood on a street corner where the traffic is abundant and incessant, where the constant thunder of rumbling wheels creates a din, it would be hard to preach so as to command an audience, for the abundant sound would prevent all hearing. To a great extent, the mass of humanity is in that condition as far as the joyful sound of the gospel of Jesus Christ is concerned the rumbling of the wheels of commerce, the noise of trade and the cries of competition, the whirl of cares and the riot of pleasure, all these drown out the gospel. People out there in the world, they're drowning in their pleasures, they're drowning in their sins. The scripture says the natural man receives not the things of God, for they are spiritually discerned. Somebody once said, when we get the prize for our wrongdoing, we find that it's not as satisfying as we expected it would be. As the proverb has said it, the chase is a great deal more than the (laughs) hare." That's true. You know, everybody in this world is involved in the chase. As the salt of the earth and the light of the world, Christians check the chase. God uses you and me to be chase checkers, stopping moral corruption before it gets even worse. So you are, in effect, a spiritual salt shaker, an illuminator of Jesus Christ. Letting your light shine in such a way that the arrow of attention does not point to you, but to God himself, is what it's all about. The Apostle Paul has written, Whatever you do... Whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. When the apostles Peter and John were brought before the highest Jewish council, the Sanhedrin, for healing a lame man, the scripture states that the council took note that these men had been with Jesus. People you meet and greet in this world, when they come into contact with you, if you have been spending time with Jesus in his holy word and attending the sacrament of holy communion, It's going to show. They're going to see your light. They're going to be able to tell that it comes from Jesus himself. And they're going to be able to taste your saltiness. How about you? Are you a salt shaker? It's time to shake your salt. There's no time like the present. The Apostle Paul once wrote, Brethren, the time is short. And that was over 2,000 years ago. And so the question becomes, Apparent, how short is the time now? That is the question. How short is the time? You know, salt is a preservative. So you are, in effect, preserving this world, not letting it fall sway to a corruption that will ultimately destroy itself. Of course, someday that is going to happen. But until then, the salt And the light that Jesus talks about applies. So won't you apply it to your life today? You're already salt. But when you get in touch with Holy Scripture, the flavor of your faith becomes more evident to you and to others. St. Paul once wrote, If then you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. In other words, think about what you can't see. Set your mind on God through his holy word on the things above, and then others will see that the light emanating from you and me is all about the God of eternity through Jesus Christ, and they'll be drawn to that light which is not in any way about you. It's all about Jesus. The Apostle Paul wrote that in all things, Christ might have the preeminence. That means that he might come before everything else in your life. Does he? I pray he does. Also for me. The truth is this. Jesus is not a spoke on the wheel of your life. He's the hub, the heart of all all that you do, all that you say every single day. And when he is, others will know it, and they're going to want to have it. And you can tell them. You can tell them what gets you up in the morning. You can tell them to whom to turn when you're in trouble. Tell them that their sins are not counted against them. By God's gift of grace through faith, they were all counted against Christ. Tell them that regardless of how tough life gets for them, they have a tougher God to turn to. You can tell them to get to know that God. Ask them to come with you to church and to Sunday school or a Bible class. Get them in touch with the gospel. Shake your salt. Get out to others what is within you. The psalmist has written in Psalm 71, verse 14. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. Help others to do that today. Shake your salt. Gracious God, help me and help the listener to be a spiritual salt shaker for the entire world. In Jesus' precious and holy name, amen. Appreciate you being along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. Join me during the week for the regular Moments of Assurance, an entire hour of music and inspiration over the noon hour. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.